Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Andrew Grosso, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is Call to More. This Lent, find guidance and hope in the example of Christ as we are led toward the ultimate hope of the resurrection. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Come, let us adore him. Our reading today is taken from the Gospel according to Mark, the fourth chapter, verses 35 through 41. Jesus and his disciples were by the Sea of Galilee, and when evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. A great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead calm. He said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Here ends the reading. When we hear this story, I think we often assume that the disciples expected Jesus would calm the storm. We think they woke him up so that he could rebuke the wind and the waves and thereby save them. We hear them ask him, Do you not care that we are perishing? And we assume they wanted him to do something miraculous that would save them. But I'm not sure we need to read the story in this way. Indeed, it seems rather that the disciples woke Jesus in a moment of sheer panic simply because they didn't know what else to do. Up to this point in their association with him, they hadn't seen Jesus do anything quite so dramatic or so powerful, but they had seen enough to believe that he might be able to do something, anything, even if it was only to pray to God on their behalf. But it seems like Jesus surprised them. He exceeded their expectations and not only delivered them, but did so in a way that left them wondering if they really understood him at all. He rebuked the wind and he calmed the waves, and the disciples were left to wonder, Who is this? And Jesus asks them a somewhat pointed question, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? It is sometimes said that the enemy of the great is the good, and if that's true, it's probably also true that the enemy of the good is the merely acceptable. The disciples would have been perfectly happy to make their way through the storm and safely reach the shore. But Jesus showed them something more than merely acceptable. He showed them something truly great, so great, in fact, that they had to rethink everything they thought they knew. The same can be true of us. Oftentimes, we're happy to settle for the merely acceptable in the life of faith. Our expectations of what God can do in our lives are measured by our sense of the conditions in which we find ourselves. When we do this, we begin to measure God in light of the world, rather than measuring the world in light of God. We measure our own lives and what we believe God might accomplish in us and through us in light of the restrictions and limitations around us. And so we settle. We settle for what's merely acceptable and then find it increasingly difficult to envision something truly great. And then when something happens that shakes us a bit, when something threatens the fragile security we hope will protect us, we panic. 
We turn to God and cry out, but even then we usually ask only for whatever we think will restore our sense of security, our sense of normalcy. We ask God, do you not care? But we don't consider the possibility that God may have something more in mind for us than we do. This story reminds us that we should instead be open to the possibility God will do something truly great, that God may move in our lives in a way that exceeds our expectations and that even requires us to rethink everything we believe we know about ourselves, about the world, and about God. We are called to have the kind of faith that enables us to follow Jesus into the worst storms of life, confident that his power and his guidance is all we need to weather whatever conditions beset us. God does not call us for the purpose of endangering us. But when we follow Jesus, we will at some point inevitably find ourselves going to those places in our lives and in the world where his grace and his power are most needed. The work of transformation does not happen on the safety of the shore. It only happens in the middle of the tumult. But when we find ourselves in that place, a place of clouds and darkness and seemingly overwhelming forces beyond our control, then we can be assured that he is there with us and that his power is sufficient to overcome even the strongest storms. Amen. And now please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O God, whose glory it is always to have mercy, be gracious to all who have gone astray from your ways, and bring them again with penitent hearts and steadfast faith to embrace and hold fast the unchangeable truth of your word, Jesus Christ, your Son, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns one God forever and ever. Amen.